Welcome to the Mindful Mediums podcast, a place where we're going to be discussing all things paranormal, spirit world, mediumship, intuitive development from a very grounded lens. I'm your host, Samantha, and I am an evidential spirit medium and intuitive development mentor. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then stick around because these episodes are meant to demystify the mystical. So thanks for hanging out with me and I hope you enjoy the ride. So I have not recorded a podcast episode in a very long time, and I am back ready to make more long-form content, and I can't wait to share this season of this podcast with a new name with you all. So for those who are just finding me, my name is Samantha. I'm an evidential spirit medium, and I'm also an intuitive development mentor, meaning that I work with people who are wanting to better understand their own unique connection to the spirit world, their intuitive abilities. And I approach spirituality through a very grounded lens. I myself have been through the deconstruction ringer over the course of the last, oh, I don't know, probably like (laughs) in and out for the last like five or six years. Um, I've actively been developing as a medium since 2017. So I'm in my sixth year of being a medium or actually identifying as a medium. I've been working professionally with clients, doing readings, um, you know, for the last, it's been about five years now. And I wanted to say that through all of it, it's been a wild roller coaster. And I really want to focus this podcast on number one, demystifying the spirit world, demystifying mediumship, talking about mediumship um, and psychic work as well as talking about spirituality through a very grounded lens. Um, For those who don't know, I was very much kind of into the new age sphere before the pandemic happened. Actually, my first mediumship mentor was a new age spiritualist. Um, She was an amazing medium. um, And I have since obviously outgrown her. But I was internalizing a lot of new age beliefs that I thought were helpful and were helping me until they weren't. (laughs) And I think the most important thing for anyone who's on any kind of spiritual seeking path is to, number one, really look at yourself and deconstruct kind of what you believe about the spirit world, spirituality, religion, all of it. Um, Especially if you've had any kind of like religious trauma or you've been through any kind of like rigid, dogmatic religious background. One of the biggest questions that I get asked more or less frequently is how can I stay grounded if I am walking a spiritual path or if I'm new to my spiritual path? Because I one thing that we know that happened in 2020, and I think this just happens because I'm at this age, a lot of people have a lot of perspective shifts. And some people call it a spiritual awakening. I prefer to call it a massive perspective shift because you will go through many of these in your life, right? And so it's all about the integration of shifted said perspective. So um, within that being said, going through that particular period of time, what can you do to help you stay grounded? And I think the key to understand is that just because something is spiritual, just because something is rooted in a tradition or it's ancient knowledge doesn't inherently mean it's without fault. It 
doesn't mean it's perfect. Religion and spirituality are essentially created by humans. These paths are created by humans. So they're going to have faults built into them. The key for each and every one of us is to recognize where those fault lines lie so that we don't fall into the cracks or make them any wider. You can navigate the cracks. You can navigate the fault lines without doing any additional damage to yourself or to others in the process. And I think so many of us who come from a background in religion or if we come from any kind of organized religion or high thought control group, we have a tendency to walk blindly or to take things at face value because subconsciously we've been kind of programmed from the beginning that we walk by faith, right? To question is to not have faith. So we don't ask questions or maybe we're not asking the questions that we should be asking when it comes to our spirituality. But I'm here today to give you some questions you should be asking. So I found that these are some questions that really help me and I can't attribute this to myself, but I'm going to add on to it. Um, Hope Carpenter was one of the the people who really kind of um, I sort of have integrated this from. And essentially, it's asking ourselves anytime there's like a new ideology or a new concept that you want to integrate or you want to maybe take on, ask yourself the following questions and look at the answers honestly. Where does it come from originally? What's the origin story of said belief system or concept, right? Who were the key players in that, right? Where does it originate? And then, you know, looking at was it stolen? Has it been co-opted, et cetera, right? What's the history following its origination look like, right? So getting a baseline on that. Then the next question to ask, who inherently benefits from this ideology, right? Who is it meant to serve and benefit? Because let's be honest, somebody's going to benefit from this, right? In what ways is this beneficial and what groups of people does it inherently benefit, now, on the flip side, how is it harmful? Who does it harm? Who could it potentially harm? In what ways is it upholding systems of oppression or hurting groups of people, right? How could this be utilized and manipulated by people to potentially cause harm, whether it's intentional or unintentional? So asking ourselves those questions, so looking at the ideology or concept from different angles, to really see it out and get a very well-rounded perspective of this thing, of this ideology, whatever it is. The next question to ask yourself is, what are the modern day implications of, of this particular ideology, right? So what are, what are some of the ways in which it's applied in today's society with things are the way, you know, how it's different today you know, and how is it implemented today versus how it was when it originated, right? What are some of those differing things? And I think that that also helps us gain a greater perspective shift on the ways in which things can be co-opted by certain sects of people or groups of people to justify harm or to justify, um, you know, bad behavior, essentially. <laughs> um, and I'm looking at that honestly, right? So I think that those are some of the key questions that we can really ask ourselves about any type of ideology to help keep us grounded in that. Now, once you have those answers, you can look honestly 
at it. And then you can ask yourself, okay, in what way would this benefit me to integrate into my own life? And how can I do that in a way that is going to be beneficial for myself and then for those around me, right? Looking at it from a perspective of does this ideology focus solely on the individual or is there a collective and communal aspect to it, right? In what ways does this uphold and benefit the community, right? Because I think a lot of Western spirituality is very much focused on the individual and the individual's journey, and not the journey of the collective. There's not a whole lot of room for intersectionality. There's not a whole lot of room for recognizing that we are co-creating this existence and really kind of looking at it from that perspective. Is the focus on the individual or is there a focus on community care and collectivism and asking ourselves those types of questions? And from that point on, you can sort of make the the choice to whether or not you want to integrate and can you integrate, right? That's the other question, right? There's a, there's a fine line between appropriation and then appreciation. You know, you can learn all about different religions, which I encourage people to learn about different spiritual paths, learn about the origin stories, learn about the ways in which different religions are, you know, implemented and show up in the world have a very well-rounded view of what others believe. And then, you know, from that point or from that standpoint, you know, if you're going to integrate anything, can you integrate it? You know, you're not just cherry picking because that's the thing, what happens in new age spirituality, and this is the problem with it. It was so many concepts that were just watered down and so far pulled and removed from their origins And then sort of like made into this like spiritual stew that it it, it missed the mark in so many ways. There's no, there was no room for nuance. So I think that looking at those types of things and having all that information and then really just following through with the integration piece is the most important thing and recognize that your spiritual work, if you will, or your spirituality shouldn't make you feel like crap either. (laughs) That's the other thing. There's a lot of self-flagellation. And I think that this is really true in new age spaces. There seems to be this sort of like, it's very much focused on the individual. So if something happens to you, it's your fault. Um, That kind of a mentality, which is very much similar to, we know, you know, these types of other types of high control religions, um, you know, really putting the onus on the individual. And when really there's a lot more going on. (laughs) And I think that there's, there's this like desire to think that like, well, if I do right and I, and I work right and I work hard, then, you know, good things will happen to me. But then the truth of the matter is that you're not taking into account all of the other factors and variables that exist within your world when we do that and we do the same for other people it's really easy to look at someone and say well you didn't pray hard enough you know like you didn't you must not have been a, a believer enough you know you're questioning so therefore you're you do have no faith therefore god won't show up for you like those kinds of rationales you see that a lot and it's all just bypassy bs so um yeah so i would look at that too those are other things i would look at so Those are the questions that I would say, ask yourself and continue to ask yourself these questions periodically. Check in, right? Check in and answer them honestly. 
um, you know, and, and then make the decision whether or not and how to integrate and move forward. So that is my two cents for today. Um, <laughs> so that's how I stay grounded. That's how I encourage others to stay grounded. Um, as I said, the original sort of questions came from my, uh, my good friend, Hope. She was the one who really kind of brought this to light. Um, and, you know, so I want to thank her, but I did add on my additional sort of thoughts on this too. So if anyone's interested, you can check out that episode with me and Hope. We recorded it back in 2020 when we first met, when I was really deep into the deconstruction process. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that was a good, that was a good, that was a good talk. And it's still, I think a lot of what we said there is still very pertinent today. So yeah, so I look forward to connecting with y'all on this podcast, a little bit longer form content. And like I said, this podcast is going to be very much focused on the grounded spirituality, evidential mediumship, demystifying mediumship, talking about the spirit world, all that good stuff. That's what I plan to put on this podcast. So if you have ideas for a podcast episode or any topics you'd like me to cover, I'm going to put up a little box in my Instagram stories, you know, drop them there and I'll do my best to, you know, take them into consideration when I'm planning for content. But consider this a teaser trailer uh, for the podcast. <laughs> and I look forward to hearing from you all soon. As always, if you want to connect, you know how to do that. You can reach out to me via email at mindfulmediumsamantha at gmail.com. Or you can find all of the links to work with me at 108mindfullymade.com. And you can also reach out to me on my socials, although social media might have a hard time getting back to you just because those DMs get really bogged down. Um, but anyways, I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to connecting with y'all very, very soon. Feels so good to be back in the podcasting sphere.